0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. episode 303.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to our random (laughs) show. You never know what you're going to get. Life is like a buck of chocolates you never know which one you're gonna get if I were a box of chocolates I'd be the nutty one well anyway so look we have a visitor today Jason said our little star is here Uh, he won't sit there he keeps jumping in my lap I don't know so I'll just hold him for a little while that's why we call him baby and I realized I really should have named him infant because he's really not even a baby. He's more like an infant. <laughs> Actually, you know what's funny? Um, when, this dog has so many names. So Freda, when we were coming up with the names, came up with all these names, and one of them was Play-Doh. So that stuck. So Freda's been calling him Play-Doh. For his whole life, Freda calls him Play-Doh. Play-Doh, come here, meaning food. And then uh, I was, Roy Jr. was little, well, years ago, he was 15, was seemed little, so I said, he loved Disney at the time, he had been interning at Disney with Bill, so I said, what if we name him Disney, he goes, yeah, I like that name, and then I decided I didn't like it, and then I said, I'm going to call him Boo, Little Boo, so I called him Disney Boo. So before we had a name him I had to fill out the paperwork to register him for his medical and I so I noticed yesterday this thing came in the mail, it's time for Disney Boo Shot. So that's his second name. Yeah, when I went to the hairdresser when I first had him when he was a baby, the hairdresser goes you know my mom or my aunt or somebody used to raise these little poodles and the best name for all of them that she ever came up with was gypsy because you travel all the time you go to LA and you go here and you go there and so you should name him gypsy so the hairdresser and I were calling him gypsy for the longest time I like gypsy that was really my favorite name but the hairdresser calls him gypsy but then Freda couldn't say gypsy she would go ipsy ipsy so she was calling him Play-Doh and Ipsy, oh and so I was like, I can't have a dog named Play-Doh and Ipsy, so then then the Zika virus was going around, remember, and he was running around like crazy all the time, like a little mosquito, so then Roy said, let's name him Zika, oh my so then Roy was right. called, calls him Zika. So then I said, you know what, I'm just going to call him Baby because he's always, by then I realized I only had one arm because I had to hold the dog all the time and the other arm because he couldn't be on the ground because we would step on him and the other dogs would swat him with their tail and something would happen. So I decided to call him Baby because I was always having to baby him. So the dog's name has gone from... Play-Doh, to Disney Boo, to Etsy, to Gypsy, to Zika, and now we have ended on baby, and then I just realized I really should have named him uh, infant because he's not even at the baby level. He's an infant level. We still have to change the pee pads.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the poor dog doesn't know. He's traumatized. <laughs> He doesn't know who he is. <laughs> and then Fran named my last dog Leroy, after Leah and Roy, Leroy. And I thought that was cute. He's so cute. Anyway.
0: Well, I, I, I picked his name for social
1: media. Oh, uh, well, yeah, he's got little And Little Black. Oh, my God. He's got a Little Black Facebook or what is it, Instagram account. Then you're also Little Black, Little Royal Black. Oh, my God. The poor dog must be confused. He probably is. (laughs) So, So now, you know, there's this chase lounge in front of the television in the bedroom. When Archie was little, he used to sleep on it. Now, of course, he doesn't even want to sleep on it. He can't even come in the bedroom anymore. He's just too adult. But uh, so I lay on this chase lounge with all the dogs because it's lower to the ground and the other bed is high on the ground. And I'm like, if this little dog fell on the ground, it'd be a problem. So I get on the lower one when all the dogs pile together. So there's a commercial on now where this dog comes out and he doesn't even say anything. He just sits there while this commentary... My dogs all lunge at the TV and start barking and clawing and scratching and lunging and going crazy with the TV. Like there's something going on. And by the time I figured out what it was, I had to change the channel. Now, this has happened about like every day for the last week. So I guess on MSNBC, because that's mostly what I watch that this is his commercial and it's just unbelievable how the dogs go crazy over this dog sitting there minding his own business and my dogs just have a nervous breakdown over it. it's just ridiculous oh meanwhile Freida's daughter's in town well i'm really happy her daughter's in town Freida hasn't seen her daughter since for like 13 years or something because the daughter used to live in Ecuador and then she got married and then the husband moved to Spain and then, we, and then we went, we were going to let her go and visit during, remember at 9-11, we were in Europe, afraid we was supposed to go visit the daughter, and then we got scared and we wouldn't let her go on her own. So she missed that opportunity. And then when she goes to Ecuador, the daughter wasn't there. So she hasn't seen the daughter. So the daughter comes for two weeks. Now listen to what all they've done with an Uber driver in one week, just in one week. They've been to Parrot Jungle, they've been to the Everglades, they've been to the beach, three different beaches. Key Biscayne, Hollywood, and some other beach. They've been to Fort Lauderdale. They've been to the Keys. They've been to Sawgrass, Macy's, Penny's, Dayland, Ross, Marshall's, all in the last one week. And I got this information from the Uber driver who's fortunately bilingual. He goes, this is what they do. And now today, they're going somewhere today. She said they won't be home till night, till really late tonight. Where are they going all day, every day? And I'm like, don't they just want to sit and relax and want to chill out? They don't. So Freda said yesterday, well, she had to go buy a big suitcase because the daughter did a bunch of shopping, I guess, for the Freda's granddaughters or kids. And so I had one of those huge suitcases that you know, you know me, I'm always traveling with something. So I just gave it to her and it rolls and oh my god, they were just thought they, they thought it gave a diamond ring. They were jumping up and down and hugging each other. They we were so excited. It's really good and cute, huh? Oh, they went to Vizcaya too. I forgot about that one. They did go to Vizcaya. Oh, yeah, Do you have any more ideas?
2: We
0: went. And we had, a, oh, we had a tropical storm for like Oh, a that's right. They went out one day so, too. They, out the they
1: went out in the middle of that oh, too. And then they went to the Miami District. What is the Miami Design District. They oh, went there. Goodness. They've been everywhere. If you can think of anywhere they haven't I'm been, not let not me know. <laughs> I'll tell them. <laughs> Oh, so.
0: Everyone say hello. He today. Well, if you're
1: gonna say hi, share with all your friends to tune in right now. Go to Twitter and say tune in to Facebook Live with Leah right now and tag me. And or then share the. And
0: post then just right share here.
1: the post right here and then tell everybody. <laughs> we need to impress our new podcast. What do you call them? I guess our the bosses. Podcast. The boss the podcast boss. <laughs> Thanks to Ronnie. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Last week, we had a little microphone thing. We're working on it. You know, look at this set. I mean, it's just so fabulous. We just have all all the technical equipment in the world. And then my electricity went out Labor Day. It was the night before Labor Day. It was storming so bad. I didn't sleep one minute because every time you almost go to sleep, the thunder and the lightning and the noise. And I don't know. But the next day, we didn't have electricity for almost the whole day. But afraid of them they went out anyway they had themselves a ball and now Jason's leaving for Paris later today. Merci. 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 merci bonjour. Merci beaucoup. Well anyway he's going there because he, well he's going to do some work there. He's got some work to do and we're just going to be selling a lot of products in Paris soon. <laughs> along with that International Expo visit. <laughs> Uh, you should have taken why didn't you take my books empty out your suitcase and get rid of that junk that you're taking and carry my books over there instead and promote it that's the <laughs> book red carpets red carpets and white lies. well only people that are bilingual will be interested but I should print it in French it's very good uh, anyway some new books are coming out by the way Steve, Steve Jobs' daughter wrote a biography or a book I'm not sure what I, ho- I hope she didn't slam her her uh, dead father. I don't like it when people write books about people that aren't alive and then they can't, you know, defend themselves. And then Bob Woodward's books come out. Oh, my God, it's called Fear. you got to go get that book. It's really... Uh, it's getting all the press. It's going to be the New York Times net bestseller for the next probably year. It's called Fear with Bob Woodward. It's inside the Trump White House and what really goes on. I mean, it really is a reality show. <laughs> You're going to love it. So, should we take a little break?
0: Bill and Jill Zachary says great hearings. Uh, Margaret Scales says Jason, have wonderful tricks. <laughs> and... Uh, Everyone so you ruined
1: day. my break.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, we had some questions from our viewers. Someone said, when was the last time someone called you? Lisa. Well, my grandparents always called me Lisa, and my sisters sometimes call me Lisa. But remember on the show, on the housewife show, when that they came out, they were all so proud. They busted me. I had a fake name. I was going by Lisa. I was <laughs> like, go, go. are you making up stuff it's on my birth certificate Leah Lisa but that was because one of them had changed their name and added a D in the middle so no one could check their history background and corruption (laughs) my next question have I met Lisa Vanderpump oh many 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 times she and our buddies I love her and her husband they're fun and uh, let's see, are you, however, I had a bad experience at Pump the last time I went there. I mean, I don't want to say anything about it. It was a great place, but it just didn't work out for us the last time. We had a big group, but it just didn't work. Are you going to be on Flipping Out? Oh, yeah, I'm going to be on Flipping Out right in the middle of all the drama. That's going to be, it starts uh, September, September 11th. 11th. Oh, God.
0: I hope <laughs> that's <laughs> not a
1: metaphor for the show. I, mean, I heard that was the release
0: date, though. What are the
1: best hair products? Oh, my God, you're asking the wrong person. I change mine every day, even though I did manufacture a fabulous lime one time, but I will not give the guy the credit because he was lazy, and I didn't want to work with him anymore. So I won't tell you what it was. Uh, Let's see. Oh, my God. So this fabulous horoscope I got from this woman. Fran sent it to me. This woman's from Europe, and this is her, and she's apparently very credible. And this is what she's saying is going on in the planet. As Virgo in the sign of health and healing, it's no surprise that small surprise that small animals also fall into Virgo's domain. The health and healing. Are you healing me? Oh, Is that I'm what you're doing? Learning. Maybe mommy's sick and don't know it. Well, I know a couple of people that have a few yeah. issues that don't know it. <laughs> what a Bring on September, I allegedly I say. The what a weird sense of everything and nothing happening over the last few months i think that's true there's so much going on and so much chaos and so much everything but then at the same time nothing's happening so that was interesting then she says wait a few days and the seven planets go into retrograde and there's going to be no forward motion nothing happening but three powerful eclipses in july and august so the chaotic thing was happening in in um in July and August, things were chaotic, and then Mars goes into retrograde, and people are very anxi- have a lot of anxiety. Well, that's been true too. I think that's because of what's going on in Washington, but anyway, and uh, so people are feeling anxiety. Well, I would agree with that. Positive times are on the way from no in the beginning November. I can't wait another two months. Keep the faith. Positive times are on the way. Jupiter's going to finish. Transforming and letting go of the process in Scorpio and it heads to Sagittarius. That's Jason's sign. Well, then it goes on to say the si- times of this, uh, the signs of the time is are ongoing chaos in Mars Aquarius is in Uranus and Taurus is it's going has a gig going on beginning in May, which completes all of that will end in mid-November. Which means that in mid-November, when it all wraps up and transforms, there's going to be a boatload of chaos. <laughs> I have a feeling that's going to be during the election yeah, like cycle. Amazing. And uh, global affairs were tragically horrible. Were not so tragically horrible. But the power-control battle between the elites and the conservatives could be considered a farce. Yet, I remind you to stay objective and in your power. September will be a bit sluggish as Mars is now direct, Mars is indeed now direct, but has to complete its final few degrees into Capricorn, plus good old Saturn, and finally turns on September the 6th after four and a half months. So beginning September the 6th, things should not be so sluggish. Well, I hope we're there. And then it goes on to say that starting uh, on September the 10th, it's a time to connect with your soul. Well, there are going to be a lot of people who have nothing to connect with. That's a yeah. problem.
2: <laughs> That's a
0: problem. Soul,
1: they, soul. They, soul, they don't have a soul. They sold to the devil. Or they didn't have it or whatever. And then uh, beginning September 22nd is a great time for socializing up through October the 11th. And uh, let's see. You're going to have blah, blah, blah. Relationship focuses begin around October the 23rd. So this is a year, uh, this time of the year is a time to confront and heal the deepest, darkest regions of our collective unconscious, to dig up and release the pain and anger that's affecting so many people as we pass through the dark night of the soul and our global evolutionary process. I think we are definitely in the dark night of our souls right now in the world at large. Look at all the chaos and all the problems. Oh my God, we've got to take a break after that. Huh, that was a long break. Well, Here's another one for you. I love this story. So this little guy who was so cute. He, remember, have, do you guys remember the Cosby Show? A guy named uh, somebody Owens. He was a star on there, and he's been in the business for 30 years, and well, he's 57 years old right now. And so he got a part-time job or a job at Joe's, Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. I love Trader Joe's, and the daily mail or one of the one of the tabloids went in and saw it there was it fox of course fox they're going to criticize anybody so they went in and they kind of made fun of him that this guy used to work in, in tv and he was on the Cosby show and now he's having to bag groceries you know at trader joe's and the guy just came out and said first he was very Upset and disappointed and humiliated and hurt. And then he just came out and said, You know, there's no job that's better than another job. It may pay better, it may have better benefits, and it may look better on paper, but it's not better. Every job is worthwhile. And he went on to say that he didn't want anyone's pity. You know, when you feel sorry for him. And um, so now, because everyone piled on, he's getting all this attention. And what's his name? Perry came up and offered him a Tyler job. Perry, yeah. Tyler Perry. But he said that Isn't that he great? Said
0: he had that job of the flexible hours because as, as an artist they have to take on different things and lots of, of actors and actresses chimed in on Twitter and said that they've like swept floors and done other things in between movies they've been banned. yeah but the
1: point that people were but making were is you, that but. you're job shaming you you went from being this big actor on the yeah. Cosby show for all these years and now you're bagging groceries so yeah, yeah. Of course. I mean, they all do all these little odd jobs, but most people that've been on a series like that for all these years, their career evolves, and they were job shaming him. It's just terrible. Oh, for him being on Good Morning America. Well, I'm I am cheering you on. I hope you get a big show going.
0: There's lots of people coming. Tyler Perry did offer him to come and. Owned, uh the haves and have-nots, which is their biggest show on there, mm-hmm. on the and that they brought him in to be an executive producer and maybe an actor on the show. I saw that on NBC. Good. But there's comments coming in. People say lots of professionals work side jobs for insurance. And he's an honest man doing an
1: honest thing. And or even if it was his full time job, if he never had an acting job again for the rest of his life, that's the point to me. He's working. He's not sitting on the side with the sign going, give me money for food. You know, remember when I was on that stupid show, My Old Life, and that girl came out and said, You were selling skincare out of the trunk of a pinto. Well, first of all, the only thing I know about a pinto were beans. I didn't even know those pinto cars. So that's the start there. And I wasn't selling any skincare out of the trunk of my car. But what if I was? What if I was? If I was willing to drive around and sell skincare out of the trunk of my car, like Avon people do and Mary Kay people do, I think that's a very admirable thing to do. What do these people think they're so much better than everybody else because someone has a regular job? I don't have a problem having a regular job. Oh, let's see. I'm just going to turn that off. I'm sure it's solicitation. Someone's asking for money or a vote or something. All the political <laughs> phones are going off the walls. Meanwhile, Bono lost his voice in the middle of a song on his tour. Did you guys hear about that? Yes. I didn't hear that. So he was singing, singing, singing in the middle of the song. He just couldn't sing anymore. So then he told the audience, I have to take a break. And he said something happened to his voice. He didn't know what. He couldn't sing and then he took a break and then they didn't come back and he said he was going to get medical attention and now the tour has resumed so presumably he got the right medical attention and then Perez Hilton wrapped his last show at Chipping Dells I wish I could have seen that it got great reviews, everyone loved it well good for you Perez, we love that you were doing Chipping Dells um, anyway so let's see what else is oh, then C.K. Lewis C.K. Lewis showed up at a comedy store,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and he wasn't welcome. Yeah. People didn't receive him well right. because of that, uh, what the do you call arousal? it, the sexual harassment yeah. thing. Yeah. And so people didn't just, like, get over it and give him the benefit of the doubt. And people were coming out and saying he didn't give it enough time, and he should have stayed away longer, and this and that. Yeah. Whatever. Coming up Matt
0: Lauer, too, he's, they say he's he's already plotting him to come back. I don't bad. think he'll...
1: Uh, listen, I, I won't have. support him because, I mean, what he did is not hugging somebody too much in a photo, not kissing somebody in a hallway. What he was doing was locking the door and having sex in his big grand office in New York City while he's making several million dollars a year while he was married with a wife and kids. <sighs> Take a break. Breathe. <sighs> Meanwhile, I did the... Um, I looked at this article that talked about celebrities that, that were classmates together and I thought, <laughs> I wonder how they got along, you know, like I wonder if they were like group kind of roommates that pick up after each other, they get along, they chum, or they just like, we're in the same room and they were just like, oh, I can't stand you, but you know what, and now they're working together in Hollywood. Kristen Dirt and Rachel Bottison were high school uh, classmates. Jennifer Aniston and Chaz Bono Went to high school together in uh, 2011 in New York at Performing Arts. Claire Danes and uh, Marina Baccaron went to middle school together in New York. Now she's the one, uh, Marina Ma- Ma- whatever Baccarin and horrible names. She was the one during Homeland. See, so that Claire Danes, of course, the big character in Homeland, Carrie, and then she was the one that was married to Brody. And now they're, they're acting together, and they went to school together. And, of course, everybody knows Matt Damon and Ben Affleck went to school together in Massachusetts at Cambridge School, and they must have gotten some education there. And then they got that Oscar for Good Will Hunting. And uh, Val Kilmer and Kevin Spacey went to high school together. Well, I find that interesting because, I mean, slap me, but doesn't Val Kilmer look younger than Kevin Spacey? Or maybe not. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, and Lady Gaga and Nikki Hilton went to Catholic school together. Can you imagine? That must have been some big party. And Matthew Perry and Justin Trudeau, Canadians, went to Rockcliffe Park Public School together in Ontario. See, people shame public schools, too. And look at all the people that go to public schools. I mean, it's amazing the people that come out of public schools. Uh, Cameron Diaz and Snoop Dogg went to school together in Long Beach.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. That's
1: hilarious. Uh, la- Snoop Dogg. I wonder what he was doing back in the day. And uh, Nicole... Um, yeah, he was definitely... T- now it's legal. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> Naomi Watts and Nicole Kidman went to school together in Australia. How about that?
0: Have you ever seen the Snoop Dogg... Uh, you know, he bought the rights to that old game show, The Joker's Wild. And it's on TBS, but they keep they make jokes about how they get back green out and, and there's all these like I double watched entendres it. of the of the if you know him in marijuana. It's hilarious. Yeah, well and it's he, a funny game show. And, I mean they've renewed it for thirteen. He
1: should shows. really come out with his own brand of marijuana, you he know. Does that. Call it, you know, something, something. yeah something. <laughs> then let's go to Aretha Franklin's funeral. Well, apparently I didn't hear all of it. I only heard part of the sermon of the preacher, but the family is not happy. They said the preacher did not, eul- eul- what do you call it, eulogize her that he went on this rant about black people and Black Lives Matter and, you, and if you don't have, you know, he said they children after birth, if the father leaves them, it's the same thing as an abortion after birth, and that black people need to stop killing black people. He went on this rant for 30 minutes, and uh-huh. never were to read And Steve Lover even yelled at
0: him and said, black lives do matter.
1: Uh, during the service? Uh-huh. Well, uh-huh. I mean, honest oh, yeah. to God, I mean, yeah. who got, this guy was... Uh-huh showboating he took the opportunity to showboat and you know be like this big uh, I am preacher instead of eulogizing Aretha I mean that's just horrible I think and then I love the fact he had those hundred pink Cadillacs because of that song freeway and I thought that was really pretty and it's nice and then oh by the way speaking of um, in London at the change of the guards they played the um, respect. And I love the change of guards. We just went to that last summer, and RJ and I, we were all just fixated to it. It's so good, it's a whole ceremony, and they were play, they play all these great songs, and then they have these formations. So the fact that they did respect to Aretha, being an American in London, I thought that was just really great. I would have loved to have seen that. And by the way, several people told me that at the Kennedy Center Honors, when she walked out with that handbag, it was our handbag, give and she put it on hard. the piano. Give me that gold handbag, Jason, the big square one, uh, the twinkle one, twinkle, twinkle. I saw so, it the other yeah. I it looked like one of your bags. A lot of people said, because you know, we gave her, uh, we've sent her handbags off and on for a long time, and then she came, we, we gave her some handbags, and I did give her the big gold one. Uh-huh. And I looked back to see what we had given her, and we did give her the big gold one. So listen, Aretha, I love you in heaven. I, I mean, I, I hope you aren't buried with it, but look this one this is the, and you know she carried this to the gala that night the night with because yeah. the picture with slow rida in her she had this bag in her in her hands yeah. and uh she so she bag. loved this bag okay. and this bag's how much on leahblack.com okay. Lea okay. Lea okay. Lea okay. <laughs> like a hundred dollars
2: i don't know you'd have to go to hello at Lea Black hello
1: at leahblack.com uh, or leah black is it on the website even yes. it's on the website at leahblack.com but I love this bag. You can put so much in it, and it comes in, in white, uh, silver too. Uh, and so anyway, how fabulous! She walks out, in the Kennedy Center honors with my handbag, and puts it on top of that piano, and starts singing and playing. Aretha, girl, you're my girl.
0: Handbag was never in
1: sight. Oh yeah, she uh, she liked that. Her money. So speaking of, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of You're royalty, speaking of royalty, right? okay, you want to hear them?
0: Yeah, some of these great are great. Uh, Alec Fletcher said Snoop said he allegedly sold weed to Diaz back in the days before the breakfast club. Oh, uh, I wonder Margaret, what else. Margaret Skilloff says he was drinking his gin and juice and starting his career in greenery. Um then uh they thought that pink Cadillacs were organized by the Reverend's wife through Mary Kay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, they weren't pretty.
0: Susan Salander says Aretha Tina got her through the eighties. Me too. Oh <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh
1: then
0: they're all saying, that's a great shameless but they
1: love the bag. It <laughs> is a shameless plug. It's shameless. I'm a shameless girl. No, that's my tagline. Yeah. Well, listen, I did give her the bag. That was generous. But she did sing at the gala. That was generous. Yeah. Okay, I was making fun. All right, so in royalty news, so Megan's family needs to shut up and go away. I'm so sick of them. So listen to this. Okay, so in the beginning, you know, he staged the paparazzi photos. And then in January, Grant, the father, told Fox News, of course, had to be Fox Noise, that her family are new to the spotlight and it can be so difficult to cope with the worldwide interest in their personal lives. Well, then stop coping with it and shut up! Just say no comment! And then he goes, this is the father speaking, as much as I love and respect Meg, She's got security and a publicist, and she can be protected from all that, Grant said. She and Harry can, ha- can tell the media to stop. The rest of the family doesn't have that luxury. I love her, but she, she just may not want me to say anything. Well, if you just would stop talking, they'd stop asking, you moron. I can't stand this guy. I refuse to be a victim of the media, he says. I'm not going to let them disparage me, embarrass me personally, professionally, and not defend myself. Honey, you're doing enough disparaging. And enough embarrassing of yourself you don't need any of the media to help you do that I can only hope that she would respect and understand that in fact if I were Meg I would probably put something out there so that there was some sort of protective mechanism in place where the family couldn't be tortured oh you're loving the torture number one And now you, like, think you're Sarah Huckabee Sanders and you need security? Oh, (laughs) my God. Stop. I can't.
0: Jessie DeVito says, I so agree, Leah. They need need to go
1: away. Leave her alone. Uh, Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> oh.
2: He's,
1: He's so irritating, that stupid half-sister of hers, as they're just all trying to jump on the bandwagon. Oh, just shut up. All right, so now we had that drama. Let's go to Real Housewives drama.
0: Oh, boy.
1: Well, apparently, uh, you know, according to the Daily Dish, in the Real Housewives of New Jersey, Danielle Staub is getting divorced after a three-month marriage in Femini. Now, I have no inside knowledge, so I don't know, but I'm guessing. Wink, wink. Bravo goes down to Bemini, spends all this money, sends his crew down there, films the entire wedding, and three months later they're getting divorced. I don't think they're going to be happy about that. Now, Marty, the husband, wrote a three-page statement and released it, but yet he won't talk to her. So she feels that instead of him writing a statement, he should sit down and talk to her. Now, this was someone that was engaged like 30 plus times. So it's just all weird. But you know, Bravo, you can be mad at her for going down there taping that. But when someone's engaged 30 plus times, red flag, red flag, <laughs> maybe they'll the get the divorce. With flash,
0: marriage. <laughs> with
1: flash marriage. That's a good That's one. The good tea time says, uh, what a mess. Emily Simpson from the New York Orange County Orange County House says that apparently the husband Shane has been previously accused of abuse and drug use by his ex-wife during their custody battle. Custody battle. See, now I don't think they should be dragging that out on the show. Number one, there's no proof of it. Number two, all these ex-wives and ex pouses and ex-everybody always have nothing nice to say about anybody. So I don't know if she has any credibility. Where are the witnesses? Where are the facts? And and what does it have to do with this car? You know, I just don't agree with that. It says, get the tea on the star's alleged messy past. Oh, God. The good tea time doesn't miss very many opportunities, though, do they? (laughs) But they say nice things about me, so actually I like them. Um, And then it says, um, apparently, uh, just to make sure that he ended up with more custody after the unfounded allegations is what they're saying their rebuttal is, that she was using it to get more custody. But anyway, so who knows what happened. Emily thinks that the cash should stay out. Is it Emily? That's her name, Emily Simpson, thinks that the cash should stay out of her marriage. She doesn't appreciate their opinions, Uh, blah, blah, blah. Especially she felt that uh, Tamara was intrusive and that Shannon Bedore's comments were offensive. Well, I saw that episode, and this is what I think if anybody really wants to know. Tamara did get very engaged in the uh, somebody saying something about her husband, Shannon saying something about her husband, and she got kn- kind of rude and up- upset Shannon, and Shannon walked off, and Shannon was upset. And someone said to Tamara, "Look, she's really upset." I think Kelly said that, and Shannon and, uh, and uh, Tamara says, "I don't care." I think it brought up back when Vicky and the uh, Rossi Girl brought up the story about uh, if she, Tamara's husband, Eddie, was gay. And I think what Tamara was thinking is, you went after my husband and spread a rumor that he's gay, so you're not going to now go after her husband. But instead of just coming out and saying that, she basically just kind of berated them until they walked <laughs> off.
2: <laughs> well, oh. is
0: advertising this week's OC, or I think the next episode, as the biggest fight in OC history. They've had
1: some fights, so it's gonna be hit.
0: Oh, Gina! Now I feel bad for
1: Gina. Yeah, I feel bad for Gina. I'm always for the underdog. If she's having problems, and that husband of hers has an apartment up in North, you know, uh, Los Angeles, I'm kind of feeling bad for her now. So let's see how that plays out. And then in the Beverly Hills, Teddy Mellencamp was hired by Tori Spelling to try to get her life back together and help her lose her baby weight. Good luck, Teddy, girl. you be a hero. The mother is who irritates me about Tori Spelling. The mother should be there for her. And it irritates the hell out of me that she's living the life of the billionaires and won't help the kids and the grandkids. I mean, she's just... I don't care what the daughter did, you, you help the kids and the grandkids and you help straighten them out okay, and just say, listen, you stay out of the public eye, you stay out of the tabloids and we're going to help you, but if you go trash up the family name or not, but she won't do anything to help them. I ran in, I saw, ran into her, she was with some other woman at uh, El Piccolino in Beverly Hills, and I kept thinking, I know that woman, who is that woman? She looks familiar to me, but I couldn't quite place her, and so when she left, I asked the guy who she was, and they said it was Tori Spelling, and I was like you know, Tori, you should not only help your daughter, you should help yourself. I mean, not Candy. Instead, of not only help your daughter, you should help yourself. Like, you know, go to the gym, get a hairstylist. I mean, <laughs> just amazing. slap me. The Real Housewives says, according to RHNY Show, Andy Cohen comments on Carol Radziwill's departure from the Real Housewives of New York. He says, I never really comment on contracts or hiring or firing, but I will say that we're going to miss Carol a lot. She was an important part of the show for years, six years. I've known her for a long time, since the late 90s, and uh, we will obviously all miss her. And then he commented on her firing back at the reunion, and Carol says, oh, Carol Ruzzlewell tells me I'm full of SHIT at the reunion, Andy recalled. I have complicated relationship going on there, especially at the reunions. I'm the boss, I'm the friend, I'm the confessor, I'm the inquisitor, I'm the daddy, I'm the lover, I'm the fighter. It's complicated. Oh!
0: Um, you have some, some comments coming in. Yes, Margaret, you know, her question is the same one as mine. The biggest fight, in see the history. They say some the biggie. So, if this one coming up is supposed to be big, it's gonna be great. And Margaret says, Candy's a mess. Susan says, One day she'll regret not helping her family. And yeah,
1: when nobody shows up to her funeral, get
0: right said, As fun as he takes it on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Someone's imitating Freda. No, she's not. Freda's on there? Oh my God, she doesn't understand a word I'm saying. So, who's helping her? The Uber driver. Got the Uber driver helping her. Oh my God, I hate to see my Uber bill. In reality TV salaries were published recently so you want to hear some of these Heidi Montag is worth a hundred thousand dollars even though no she's worth $20,000 now uh, from the from the hills even though she made a hundred thousand dollars per episode in 2009 how do you go through all that money and wind up with $10,000
0: plastic oh I think that doctor
1: the doctors do all that for free to get publicity but yeah but how do you blow through that Kate Gosselin is only worth $200,000, and she made $250,000 per episode in 2010 through 2016. How are you only worth $250,000? Where do you do with all that money? And the next top model, Andrea Curry, is worth $250,000 and now selling Avon makeup and living a simple life in Arizona. So how did she go from being the top model to blowing through all of her money? I don't know. I'm shaming her
0: for having a side job. No, I'm not, I'm not. I'm shaming her for going through
1: all that money. That's what I'm shaming her for. You have to save your money. The situation, Mike Jersey Shore, is only worth $300,000. He made a million dollar salary from the show in 2010 with endorsements. In 2012, he made $2.5 if you count his endorsements and the season's pay. And now he owes apparently eight million dollars on his income taxes.
2: Yeah, he's going to prison. And
1: they say he's only worth three hundred thousand dollars. What? I'm not shaming you for not having any money. I'm shaming you for blowing through all that money. People would give their life to have that kind of money, and you just blow through it. Another one, Christian. Well, that's a lot of damn shoes, Imelda Marcos. Yeah, they don't invest
0: their money, and they, they don't... Well, just
1: save it. Don't do anything. Just put it in the bank, and don't touch it, and live moderately. Christian Siriano is worth $1.5 million, and uh, that's from Project Runway, and he has his own product line, so obviously he he, well. he's yeah. doing well, and, he doing well, and doing he well. He I hope you... He, like save your money, Christian. Don't he's be out of money in five years. Snooki from the Jersey Shore also said must have saved her money. She's worth $4 million and uh, she but she was paid two and a half million the final season with her with um, her uh, royalties and the i mean the show and the other brands that she has and she's selling a retail clothing line so i mean you've just got to save your money holly madison remember her oh who you hefner is one of his brides she was in the girl next door from 2005 to 2009 and then she had a spin-off called holly's world the vegas showgirl. Uh, New York Times best-selling author, author, she has two memoirs. How do you have a memoir when you're 20-something years old, girl? What are you talking about when in high school the mean girls would not let me sit with them and then I broke my nail and I went to the salon and then I had my hair put in ponytails. i mean, please. Well, anyway, she's worth $6 million, so she's learned something about saving money. Um, so that's that. Shall we take a little five-second break and make that dog sit over there? Look, you don't want to sit there. Five questions to ask at the beginning of a relationship, or either of you at the beginning of a relationship. Is anyone planning on getting into a relationship? Listen to these questions. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you gotta really come at me. Number one, am I being honest about what I want? Number two, am I being genuine on our dates? I hate that. These guys, you know, these dates, what they do, they fake it. They pretend to be somebody they're not until they get you un- under the ether and hooked, and then all of a sudden their real true colors come out. Yeah. Cut your loss if you get a hold of one of those dudes <laughs> or girls. Uh, what does my gut say? I don't believe that for one minute. That's just lust talking. What uh, do my friends think? You know what? They say, well, get objective opinions from your friends. Can I tell you, none of your friends are going to be objective. Uh, so either they're going to be jealous or they're going to camo- uh, sabotage it or they're going to be wanting you get married so bad and be miserable like them, they're going to tell you, stick with the guy. I mean, don't, don't go by that. Um, and what will happen if we don't see eye to eye? Can we have a healthy dialogue? Can we have peaceful disagreements? No, you're going to be have knockdown drag-out fights. <laughs> so, prepare for the worst and hope for the best. Oh my gosh. CNN is pulling all episodes of Anthony Bourdain's Parts Unknown featuring Asia Argento following allegations that the Italian actress activist sexually assaulted an underage former co-star. So apparently, this girl hops on the Me Too movement, knowing that in her past she had sex with a 17-year-old, and to keep it from going public, Anthony Bourdain suggests that she pay. According to her, he suggests that the pays the guy off a half, almost a half a million dollars. She's still paying him off as we speak now. Because he goes public, she says she's not going to pay him anymore, but she she appreciates his right to go public with the story. Oh, my God, why would you hop hop on a Me Too movement (laughs) when you had sex with a 17-year-old that you paid off and then you don't think it's all going to come out? I mean, oh, my God. I mean, that's like Trump saying, don't grab any, you know what? (laughs) I grabbed them all for you. Oh
0: thanks for the today, Leah. And Jesse take the wheel. wrong with people?
1: I know. I mean really, the girl, I just can't and then on top of that, they're not they're not gonna show her last episodes and until further notice, according to Busby. And then she's also been dropped as a judge from the twelfth season of The X Factor in Italy. Well, why would she be judging the X Factor anyway? Let me just figure that out. I don't know. I felt bad about poor Anthony Bourdain though. I Watched the other night. I watched one of his sh- episodes. It was really good. Did you think him pulling him? Pulling him? Just the ones with her oh, wow. in it. You so. Know,
0: yeah. It, I guess, on or like that. yeah, I
1: started I watched it just you know what they should just edit her out and put a blue dot on her face and just put me Too" liar. And around. then yeah, the and keep the, and the show out. going. It's not fair to the show the I network know, and him. You know, because of this. What an idiot, though! Why are you going to start a Me to move? I mean, that's like these hypocrites in Congress that are anti-abortion, and then you go find out they paid for an abortion, you know? I mean, it's like you don't get to... Don't be a hypocrite. I just can't with this. Anyway.
0: she loved it. I know
1: a lot of people oh, you poor thing. You got to be a really dark place and really be. It's, it's just beyond. when people do that. I feel so bad. But it, it's an illness. you know You can't judge them for it, you know? So we have to help them. So this woman <laughs> poisoned her husband by putting eye drops in his water. Now listen to this. They found an abnormally high levels of tetrahydroline in the body of a 64-year-old husband. It only took three days, and she's a nurse, and she confessed. So I've got to tell you, if those eye drops, putting eye drops in your water for three days could kill you, I wouldn't put them in my eyes. Would you? Think about it. There's something toxic in there. So that's kind of scary. I mean, I don't know how much she put in there, but I mean, then she's a nurse, and she, so she obviously knew what she was doing, and then she admitted to it. Oh, my God, I don't know people. She didn't, she needed a better divorce attorney. I mean, a better criminal defense attorney. What? Oh my God. You know, I was working on this book and it's really ready to go. But then I got nervous about putting it out. I mean, it just trashes people by telling the truth about everybody and I just don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> Jeff told me hold off a little bit. <laughs> when Jeff Lewis says <laughs> hold off on a book, yeah no, it's probably like, got Jam Lewis <laughs> told you
0: to pull back. <laughs>
1: he's gonna be hold back on the book a little bit. So I was like, maybe he's <laughs> right. So these gemstones from South Africa washed up along the shore of the river and emptied into the Atlantic Ocean. The mining vessels now are sucking all these diamonds out from the seabed near the wow. Anambian coast. Six ships are coming in from all over in a joint venture with De Beers to try to suck up all these diamonds. Well, the funniest thing is Norman the psychic, you know, the cheerleader, Norman the psychic cheerleader, told me about two years ago that he was working on this project to go retrieve all these diamonds that came off of these ships. And then he's got, he pinpointed where they were with his psychic ability, and now I find, I read that somebody really is digging for it. I wonder if it's him brightest, clearest, whitest stone oh. and then remember in the Wizard of Oz, the little red slippers, well apparently there are four pair, one's in a museum here, one a collector had there, one was in the Smithsonian, well there was one pair that was stolen and when the museum got it, they told them they should put it in the safe every night, but they didn't want to move it every night. So they said, no, you know, we don't we think moving them and handling them will damage them and we don't want to do that. So someone breaks in thirteen years ago and the only evidence left behind was one little red sequence. So now, 13 years later, after 13 years of investigating, they have found the slippers. The FBI The FBI. <laughs> However, they won't give any details because it's an ongoing investigation. So I am so interested to find out who stole the slippers. And why would you steal something that you can't, no one can know you have? Yeah. you re- you got to hide it right. for the rest of your life. Yeah, it's like... I mean, even if you steal a Picasso, you could say it's a fake. Even if you know, I mean, I just don't get it. I don't get it. You steal these slippers, knowing you can't sell them. You can Well, remember that one guy that stole that stole that art at the charity and put it on uh, put it on eBay or something, and the girl that donated it tracked him down and had him arrested. <laughs> but anyway, so isn't that interesting about little Judy Garland? Well,
0: they were saying on the news because NBC did like a whole story on this last night, and yeah. they showed the guy that actually. Had bought them from an auction. He paid millions for them, and then they were on loan for this museum. Yeah. They got stolen. So the insurance has already paid him out for the amount that he had paid. You know, for the the amount. So now he has first option to purchase them back, but I don't know if he has to be now. If I were him,
1: I would just keep the money and tell them the museum keep the slippers and everybody will live happily ever after. Well, the
0: insurance company actually yeah. own them
1: now? Yeah, that's right. They, I guess they do. Well, apparently they're worth $2.5 million, yeah. maybe even up to three. Yeah. And somebody bought the first pair in an auction for like 135000
0: They call it the Holy Grail of all, all, of Hollywood, all Hollywood. memorabilia.
1: memorabilia. Aw, little Julie. Uh, what was her name? Oh, Judy Garland. All right. Meanwhile, Roseanne Barr. <laughs> She's going to Israel to hide out while the Connors are on. What is that about? You don't have to watch it. You don't have to read any news about it. You don't have to cheer them on. Be glad that they're going to have a show without you. She's going to go to Israel to hide out while... The Connors are on. I just don't know. Maybe she'll be happy in Israel. Good for her.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, my God. Let's see. What's going on? How much time? We just could talk. I could go on for about five more hours. Uh, let's see what's happening. What do I want to talk? in news. He's always so good. He just likes attention. He likes to be held. So in New, in New Jersey, this couple. Okay, so the woman's out of gas. So a homeless man comes up and gives her 20 dollars. She felt so bad she and her husband went and tracked him down and put a GofundMe page up for him. They raised 400,000 dollars. Apparently, he got 75,000 and a trailer. And the rest of the money, when they went to court, when he finally sued them, <clears throat> there was 130,000 left. So they go back to court a month later, and that 130,000's gone. So now, who knows how it's going to shake out? Because the couple apparently bought two cars in their That's name) 47 and took a couple of trips i don't know I, I guess they once they saw that money coming in they got greedy and they thought you know what this guy can can live in a nice little trailer and he'll give him some cash and we'll just go on about our lives and spend the money i don't know it it really is too bad because what it does is it makes other people be you know like leery about giving to the gofundme pages so he estimated that he received $75,000, which included two vehicles bought by the couple in their names, rather than his, which were then sold. You just want to be here. What is wrong with you today? Did you have a bad nightmare
2: last night? You seem <laughs> he seems shaken today. today. Anyway,
1: so that's that one. And then, let's see. What was this? Oh, my God. <laughs> that's hilarious. In Kuwait, the police had to shut down a fish store because to make the fish appear more fresh, the store owner were putting those fake, sticky, googly eyes on them. Uh So you go in to buy fish and they put these fake googly eyes and stuck them on the fish's eyes so that people think the fish is more afraid. So what do they think? That when they get home, they're not going to notice the plastic eyes? Or maybe when they go in the back to to bag them up, they take the eyes off and recycle them? I don't know. I mean, it's just the things people come up with. I mean, that is pretty creative, but it's also sick. I mean, pathetic. Oh, my God. Oh, and then on airlines, two men recently, just two men, recently, just not, not too long ago, one on Alaskan Air, and I can't remember the other, Norwegian Air, sexually assaulted women on the plane. One guy was hiding it with his coat, and when the, and when the girls uh, in the back saw this uh, passenger laying in a fetal position crying on the floor, she told them what happened, and then another guy did it. So, I mean, God, you can't even sit on a drink. One of them said that she had a glass, he ordered her a glass of wine. When the woman came by, she had a glass. And then he said, no, bring her one too. And she doesn't know if maybe he slipped something into it. But isn't that, oh, my God, I just can't with these more. Was Alaskan Air, 32-year-old man went after a 22-year-old girl. Oh my God, but anyway, sexual, midair sexual assaults have increased by 66%. There were 63 investigations last year alone. How come nobody ever comes after me when I'm on the plane? I guess because of my guard dog here. (laughs) 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 my, my, My nine. Shall we, do we need another break or not? Okay, we're good. Well, I hate to get into it with you, but I just have to. Maybe I should read my quote of the week before anybody tunes out. (laughs) My quote of the week, My philosophy is that you cannot outgive the universe, but we should all try. Oh, that's true. I think you should try to outgive the universe. And by the way, don't forget to post this on Facebook, Instagram. <laughs> my, I need a following on my podcast. I don't want the podcast people to say, that loser, get rid of her, out.
2: <laughs>
1: okay, in politics, the Supreme Court, when they, they went yesterday to bring in Kavanaugh, who they hid 93% of his records from the public and from Congress because his opinions are so extreme, all these women were dressed up like the Handmaid's tell.
2: <laughs> I
1: saw, I saw it was eerie. So apparently, um, you know, he's he's anti-abortion, he's pro-assault uh, weapons, and he's anti-gay, and... Uh, he doesn't think you should be able to investigate a president while they're president. So, of course, the Democrats are up in arms because it was very fishy how they got rid of Kennedy, how Trump got Kennedy to resign, because uh, underneath that story was Kennedy's son had done business in a bank uh, in, uh, what was the name of the bank? I can't think of it right now, with Jared Kushner and blah, blah, blah. So there was some hanky-panky going on with this bank and the Trump family. And so then all of a sudden Kennedy resigns. So we know they had something on him or they set him up or something. And then as soon as he resigns, they're ready to put this one guy in who was never on one of the original two lists of all the judges he said he would pick, but they went and found the one guy who doesn't believe that a sitting president should be able to be investigated. So, in other words, I mean, you know, he just wants to... And then Grassley running that hearing, he's not a lawyer. He doesn't even know the rules of evidence. He doesn't even know how to run the... It's a kangaroo circus up there.
0: For for a group of individuals that made such a big deal, about 30,000 missing emails, it seems very interesting that they want to put someone on the highest court in the country... And they kept 90% of the document, 97%. Uh, the document uh, from, hidden. from hidden so that they
2: could... That's you know, right. You wouldn't hire an intern.
1: No. And this is guy that would be on there for decades, for decades, you know? And then yesterday, he really made a fool of himself. This gentleman came up to him and said, hi, and put his hand out. Um, and he, he turned and looked at him. He put his hand out. He said, I am blah, blah, I forget his name. My daughter was murdered at Parkland. And Kavanaugh... <laughs> sache turned around immediately, satuated and ran out of there, yeah. got out of there, yeah. and then later he had security take the guy and kick him out of the hearings. Yeah. So that he showed his colors. What a piece yeah, of they did. Direct. He was
0: supposed to meet with the guy did today, supposedly to patch something up. He said he did know aim of security That's not true because the clip is so clear. If you look at the video
1: and they showed it on television from three different angles, there's no way to think. Yeah, there's (laughs) no way not to know that the guy heard every word he said. He had his hand literally two inches away or six inches away when he reached it out. And there's no way that he didn't know he was talking about. The guy panicked. And I'll tell you why he panicked. Because the NRA has spent a huge amount of money... To get this guy installed into the Supreme Court. So he didn't want to be seen shaking the hand of this Parkland father uh, whose daughter was murdered because he didn't want to thin the NRA. Now that's really what happened. Meanwhile they find out there's like um, was it 3,000 or 4,000 people dead in Puerto Rico after they lied and said there were like 16 and then it went to 64 and that was neglect. These people died after the storm not during the storm. So It's out of control. It's out of control. They could have saved the lives. They didn't have medicine. They didn't have electrical for, uh, like, breathing machines. They didn't have doctor's care. They didn't have clean food. They didn't have clean water. So the elderly, the kids, anyone that wasn't in really good health didn't stand a chance. So they almost 4,000 people died. And the president's never even apologized and still bragging that he did a good job. Meanwhile, this governor, (laughs) the nominee for the Republicans in Florida, says that Gilliam, the black gentleman who was the Democratic nominee, he goes on television and says, you know, we really just can't monkey this up. <laughs> I
2: can't believe it. <laughs> it's only 12 Within 12 hours. Within 12, hours. Within 12
1: hours, he's like, we can't monkey this up. We, in other words, translation, we can't have a black monkey taking my spot. He also called him, well, he is articulate and he knows how to put on a performance. If that's not a whistle racist slur, Nasty. And then finally admitted that it was only meant for certain people. He didn't realize everyone would catch on. So he admitted that he did it on purpose. What a disgusting. Now, meanwhile, if you're not following Stormy, uh, what's her name? Stormy Daniels on Twitter. My God, she's hilarious. So the other day, someone tweeted her, C U N T, blah, blah, blah you know, that you're going to get in trouble and one day somebody's going to come in and investigate everything you did. They're even going to go through all your panties. And she tweets back, well, I don't have any panties. (laughs) I just love it. And then Nike just signed Kaepernick to just do it. And a few people have burned their Nike. And then other people are tweeting, listen, I'm a size 11. I'm going to wear a medium shirt. Send me your Nike. I think it was a great move. It was a bold move. And listen, if you can't peacefully... This is the other thing. Yesterday they were mad because people were protesting in the Supreme Court verbally about anti-abortion, anti-gay, gun rights, things like that. They're mad about that. And little Kaepernick, who doesn't say a word, just takes a knee, they're mad about that. So in what way can anyone protest in America today that the Republicans don't jump on them? You know why? Because they want to be dictators. They want all the money to be amongst the rich at the top, and they want to tell the rest of the people how to live their life. It makes me just beyond. I can't. It's the truth. And these and these people that are voting for them are the ones. They say that most of the people that voted for Trump that live in these midwestern and middle uh, in the middle of the country, they're the ones that are suffering the most. The soybean people, you know, all the people that don't have. Lots and lots of money. The farmers, they're, they're suffering the most, and there's no voting for him so that he can get on the court and put on somebody who doesn't believe in abortion. I mean, really, I just can't with these people. So there were some signs, the political signs. This one holds up one that says, To the world, we're sorry. Most of us voted against this idiot. <laughs> and then this one is just another big sign. It was hilarious. It's a billboard, and it says... Well, if you're on podcast, you can't see it, but if you're on Facebook, you can. It's a billboard that says, can we just admit that we may have taken this anyone can grow up to be president thing just a little bit too far? <laughs> I think it's so funny. I
2: don't this. There's a photo of Does
0: this ass make my country
2: look small? It <laughs> does.
1: And then, you know, the whole scuttle over the McCain funeral, he never, he still, Trump cannot even say McCain's name out loud. He cannot even say his name. And then they're criticizing his, his daughter that's mourning, and then Lindsey Graham has a nerve to put Cindy McCain on the spot and say, can Jared and What's-Her-Name go to the funeral? And what's she going to say while well, she's crying and mourning and devastated and exhausted and had any sleep? What's she going to fight that battle? So she's like, yeah, I guess they can. come." Then they complain that their seats weren't good enough. And then the picture shows Ivanka tweeting or, or, or on her iPhone and Jared sitting there nodding off asleep. They just wanted to be there to be seen. It's just disgusting. I can't anymore. I think everybody should go get Woodward's book. Uh and uh, Trump said well he wish you would have been interviewed and so then they pull out a tape <laughs> Woodward did a tape and he's a Pulitzer Prize, two Pulitzer Prizes he's a very recognized, uh, respected highly credentialed author, he pulls out the tape where he calls Trump calls him and says well you know I wish I would have been included in your book and he says well I went to six different people and none of them would, would, let, would uh, get me through to you and, and he goes oh no I didn't hear anything about it and he goes well, Lindsey Graham said he spoke to you about it. and Are you saying Lindsey Graham didn't speak to you about it? And he said, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, he mentioned it. So you get caught in at least three lies just on the phone call. And then that Kellyanne, I mean, why does she keep lying for him? And that Sarah Sanders, they just keep lying for him. Kellyanne's husband, George Conway, a very highly respected lawyer in Washington, is tweets out stuff about Trump all the time hold him to account. So yeah just sold her soul. Anyway, so that's what's going on. And then the latest Trump tweet about why did you indict these two um, Republicans? (laughs) Jeff, good job right before the midterms when we needed them to stay in Congress tweet. In other words, you're you're the Justice Department. You're supposed to be protecting me and Republicans not working for the American people. And then he blamed it on Obama. (laughs) These people started being investigated after Trump was in office they just lie. He lies so much. They say he's up to like 6,000 lies now. I can't anymore. So let's change the subject. What can we talk about that's going to make everybody excited? Did you enjoy the podcast today? Yay. Follow me on social media. Tweet me. If you have any questions, send them to hello at leahblack.com. If you want me to reply, I will. Just tweet me at leahblackmiami. And I hope you'll share this with everybody on all your social media platforms and help us build an audience so we can keep the laughs, the jokes, the giggles coming, and beyond everything, we curate the news. We tell you what's important in the news and what you need to know about in the news because I spend all day and all night, every day, reading all the news and watching all the news shows and I'm, an, I'm like, a, I'm like a ravenous for the news. So I like to kind of pick out the parts I think you'll be interested in and then share them with you. So if you listen to my podcast and me, you don't even have to Turn on the news or open up a newspaper. Just tune into Lunch with Leah Wednesdays at noon on Facebook Live and on your favorite podcast station. So for me, Little Black, Jason and James, we are going to sign off and say we'll see you next Wednesday at noon. My God, we talked a lot today. Bye. <laughs> it got so hot in here that I, I honestly couldn't keep the energy level going